The Bite Goes On is up next, but first, check out this other great show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Destination Eat Drink. I'm Brent Peterson, host of Destination Eat Drink, the travel podcast for foodies. This week, we're in Paris, France for croissants, baguettes, cheese, and learning about natural wine in the City of Lights. Download Destination Eat Drink today on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hi, and welcome to The Bike Goes On. This is Brian Casey with Sandra Bernstein. We're in, we're on the road, Sandra. We're on the road again. We're on the road again. We're in Santa Rosa. We are at Miracle Plum with Gwen and Sally. And I'm sure the listeners out there have heard us mention Miracle Plum before. It was a... It was a situation where about six months ago, we kept hearing Miracle Plum in all these different conversations, whether it was Instagram. talking to chefs or whether <laughs> it was talking to bakers, talking to winemakers. We just kept hearing Miracle Plum, Miracle Plum. So one day, um, my daughter's on the swim team over here for the Neptunes at the JC. And well, she doesn't go, go to the JC. Neptunes. They, go Neptunes. <laughs> and so I told her, we're just stopping by and we're going to see what's going on. Why is everyone talking about it? So we came here and I think I picked up honey and a bottle of wine and I don't know, something else, um, but fell in love with the store. And when I texted Sandra, I said, have you ever hear, heard of Miracle Plum? She's like, oh my God, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I could tell she was down with the same thing I was down with. So then I just came in here and Gwen was in here and I was like, would you consider being on a podcast? <laughs> she was nice enough to agree, and, and I think we got pushed back a little bit because of um, our famous um, PG&E fire and fire metal. action that was going in in October, but we're happy to be here now. And my, jaw, my jaw is still open from when I walked in the door. Yeah. So I literally walked out, I'm like, oh, oh my God. I have a cute picture of Abby sitting out front on the little bench with the Miracle Plum sign. Yeah. Uh, that's adorable. Yeah. yeah. Well, so welcome to the show. Yeah. Thank you. Hi, and Sally. Yeah. And, Thank and you. maybe you can just start by telling us what the idea was or how you two met or, how you know. How have you known each other? And yeah, just yeah. dive in. Go back. Let's go. <laughs> We're going to go way back, but actually it's not going to be that far back. These ladies are young. <laughs> oh, bless your heart. <laughs> Do you want to start? Sure. Um, so let's see, we met each other over 10 years ago. We, I like to think of it that we have these concentric circles of friends that always collided, but we would be the two kind of in the corner talking about like the latest cookbook or how was Gwen's ice cream production coming? Was she getting <laughs> the right texture yet? <laughs> you know, we just both really love to cook and we were kind of really kindred in that element. And then I had left, um, often thought about doing a project like this and always wanted to do something in Railroad Square. And little did I know um, there would be a fateful day that Gwen was in this, in this space. Go ahead and take over. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine had a vintage clothing shop here. Wait, in this exact was spot? This in this Halloween? E no, no, it was called Skirt Chaser Vintage. Okay. And... Um, Great name. Yes, great mm -hmm. name. And uh, Christina, who owned the place, decided to move to Los Angeles, and so she was. She announced it, and um, I came in 
a couple weeks before she was moving and what's happening with this space? It's this 106 year old building wedged between two office, essentially office buildings constructed in the 90s and it's just weird and amazing and she didn't know what was happening with the building but she said if any if I was going to recommend anybody to my landlord it would be you what do you want to do and I was like I don't know (laughs) (laughs) Um, but I I sort of knew Uh, I live within a mile and a half of here and um, to live in a downtown neighborhood of a city this size and have to get in your car and drive to get something nice for dinner or a nice bottle of wine seems totally strange to me. Mm-hmm. So having a little neighborhood market you could just walk to and um, get something beautiful was a back of the brain dream. It was probably never mm-hmm. going to happen. But then as I was walking to my car, I texted <laughs> Sally. Across the front <laughs> of the building. Yeah. Uh, hey, I have this really crazy idea. Do you want to open a market Wait, where were me? you? I was in San Francisco weeding my uh, husband's family's backyard um, at this family house in the Richmond district. I was weeding and I had just put, I was a young mom and I had just put my youngest on a plane for Germany. So really like the first time since I was like 20, I had headspace. And like four days later, I get this text while I'm like hanging out in San Francisco. It was too good to be true. I I couldn't even respond for a couple hours. I just put my phone back down and went back and weeded. I knew that Sally wanted to start some sort of food related business. Um, and had a suspicion that we would work really well together. Uh, and she was crazy enough to say yes. So we had our first business meeting that night. Wow. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Now, where would you meet? Like, I mean, that when you were in the corner talking about things, like, was oh, it at gosh, various parties? Just and oh, different, bar- like mutual friends that you didn't know were friends, or parties and bars, or no, we knew we would just. It's these concentric friend circles. So we have, you know, she has her group of friends. I have my group of friends, which yeah. I think makes the partnership so great. But we're all friends with each other's friends, uh-huh. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so there was overlap, and so we'd be, you know hanging out at a ladies pool party and yeah uh-huh. okay. everybody be swimming and uh-huh. <laughs> jumping in drinking rosé and jumping uh-huh. in the pool and yeah. like so what's your latest project in the kitchen and <laughs> uh-huh. okay yeah. got it Sally yeah. has a um a bread oven in her backyard and has these epic pizza pop-ups and um where it's sort of invite the whole neighborhood and um so things like that yeah Still in San Francisco? No, no, no. I live in Santa Rosa. You live no, in Santa Rosa? Yeah, I live five okay. blocks from the shop. Glenn's so about eight oh, blocks. We're yeah. very close. We can't okay. figure out how to ride our bikes here yet, but uh-huh. we're super close or to the shop. Or get a tandem yeah. bike, a double. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we can cargo bikes. Way. Yeah, cargo <laughs> bikes so we can pick uh-huh. up all of our... <laughs> well, the thing is, is like when you have a store, a restaurant, anything, you become a schlepper. Yeah. And you can't schlep on a bike. No. Not really. No, no. basket's big enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple times that I've made it down yeah. on my bike, and it's I'm always like making it happen. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a dream. <laughs> you can set the goal for like once a week. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's often. So, what was the original plan? You're thinking we're going to open a store yeah. and do what exactly? We wanted to open a market and a kitchen, mm-hmm. and we were like, "How hard can it be?" 
Right. And uh, we had a lot to learn. We this was our first business venture. Um, and so we just started reaching out and talking to anybody and everybody. And it's amazing when you ask, you're like, hey, hey, would you be willing to have a conversation with me? I, I think, I like, rarely did we not hear a reply. I, I don't know if there was ever really anybody that did kind of ghost us. People yeah. were so generous with their time and their information. And it was, we were, it was an amazing experience. Yeah. Well, and the space was it? Because it didn't have a kitchen no. in here. It used it, and to. And it still doesn't, yeah. right. <laughs> to be clear. Yeah. Okay. yeah. <laughs> if, if, the, if the permitting people are listening. Yeah, they know. That's, it's absolute, it used to be a restaurant, so the city's oh. really on board. The planning department's very on board with all of our plans. Wait, so where did everything go? If it, it used to be well, a restaurant, it was It's been just... a host of businesses throughout okay. its life. Um, it started its life as a tire shop, and that Henry Jenkins opened that in mm. 1913. Mm-hmm. Wow. And it was a tire shop. There's actually photographs at the library uh, that you can see. Oh, you can actually see them online of uh, Lee Brothers, mm-hmm. which was a big, I guess, moving company, or I don't know if you'd call it a shipping company, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. back then it was their shipping was horses, horse-drawn carriages. Mm-hmm. And so Whoa. there's photographs of you know, the horse-drawn carriages in front of this building delivering tires. We have for the automobiles. Huge, like, wow. yeah. <laughs> we have a huge um, picture of Henry riding his bicycle above the wine department. I saw it in, yeah. in a, like a Sienna. Yeah. 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 yeah it's fabulous. Yeah. So we fabulous. ended up uh, connecting with his granddaughter, who still lives in Santa Rosa, and she was so thrilled that we cared about the history of this building. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he built it. Yeah. And he was a um, a pretty prominent businessman. We don't know that much about him, but we did hear that he was a, a little bit of a socialite. Oh, so we put him with the wine. For oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know probably people ask you this all the time. They ask me this all the time. It's kind of annoying, but I'm going to be annoying. How did the name? Oh, how did you come up with the name? Great. Yeah. <laughs> the name. Okay, so you're not tired of telling this yet. No, no. <laughs> it's kind of great because we. It's our quiet nod to Santa Rosa. We wanted. Um, uh oh. <laughs> we wanted it to um, oh, get visitors. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, we're closed. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Dude, I'm so sorry to interrupt, but, like, we're going to have to walk that way, and I was like, let's walk in We'll pause for a second. <laughs> we got to say hi. Hi, quiet, so quiet. We're, we're, we're back. <laughs> no, not you be quiet. It was a quiet <laughs> nod to Santa Rosa. <laughs> a, so we're, we're, you guys are supposed to be closed today, but we are sitting by the door, and so... You know, we did get a wine delivery, and then Dusky Essis just walked in and wanted to do some shopping before Thanksgiving. So <laughs> we told her to get the hell out of here. We were in the middle of doing a show. <laughs> I think so we, we were at the name. The name the for name, Miracle, Miracle Plum. Plum. Yeah. yeah. So we, Sally and I, are both Santa Rosa natives, and um, it, it didn't even occur to us to open a business in another place. Um, so that's important to us, but we also have like really big dreams and don't want to be like Santa Rosa Market. So this was a way of sort of sneaking that in. Um, the Miracle Plum was a Luther Burbank invention. It's a 
cross between a wild French plum and a French prune, and it didn't have a pit, so it was a miracle. Wait a minute. <laughs> Is that true? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but then wild how, how do you plum. grow more of them? Wow. Well. <laughs> Um, grafting yeah, is probably grafting. the preferred technique. <laughs> okay, which we, he sort of did a lot of, yeah. right? Yeah. So wait, yeah. wild French plum with a French prune, with a French prune, like the little tiny. Mm, yeah. Oh my god, I love those. Yeah, I had a really beautiful purple exterior. Uh-huh. I mean, we haven't seen it uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> only online. We haven't seen uh-huh. a real life. Oh one. my gosh, we don't know if there's any trees left in existence. He invented a, so many a different lot. things. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. so weird because a plum, the stone is attached, sort yeah. of, and with a prune, it's loose. Yeah, so mm-hmm. the, to have a cross. Now I'm totally curious. Wait a second. I, I think there was a very tiny. I thought, are I we going to have a plum prune? We are. Oh, we want in on that one. I'm (laughs) thinking that a prune is a dried plum. No. (gasps) Are you serious? Mm -mm. I just had this Mm -mm. same discussion last week. I was at Knoll Winery um, on Dry Creek Road, and they used to be a prune orchard. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so... Um, this is one of the biggest prune-growing regions. Yeah, Doug and Lee. Lee's family was, well, they were prune growers, and she, her and Doug go back and forth about this still, about whether prunes and plums are the same okay, thing. Well, so I she gave mortified. me the breakdown. She gave me the breakdown that the, the prune has a, a loose stone, so it just comes right out. But a plum, you sort of, it's attached to mm-hmm. the flesh on the inside. And there's well, freestone peaches and then, of course, non-freestone free peaches, right. but this is different. Well, the only thing I'm like really mortified about is there are a lot of times over the years that we've had like a prune crisp or a da 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 prune, and I always changed it to dried plum because I think (laughs) of my father eating (laughs) stewed prunes every morning. (laughs) So have a bad rap. They do have a bad rap. They're amazing. I know, and I love them. Oh my god! You know what? When is when is plump? When is prune, prune season? Prune season is like August, September. Okay, next here August, September. Yeah, we, uh, I am late August. A prune dessert. Oh and yeah, calling it prune. <laughs> That's what I got. Um, invite us. Um, I was working at the tasting house one day, and we got a this guy dropped off a box of prunes. Uh, I think Alice is allergic to tomatoes, so they take all these prunes and they cook them down for like two days and make ketchup. Oh. Which sounds mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it does. So is so was it called a miracle plum? It was. Actually, okay, so yeah. that's what he named it. Yes, yeah. and we oh, had and so much fun. This is your kind of honor to him, also. Yeah, yeah. Well, the so, local agriculture, and, okay, you know. um, food, and it's kind of a fun name because it's like uh, the two words together, like yeah, amazing right. food or mer- right. you know, right, um, but. He so re, looking, going through, and looking at all of the um, the announcements for the fruit in Sunset Magazine. It was it was really fun, very sweet. We had a great time oh. researching, mm-hmm. and we also felt like we wanted a name that had the potential to have legs. You yes. know, what if this is? What if we have more than one location, or when yes. we have more than one location? When exactly? Yeah. 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 When. when we have more than one location, yeah. that probably you know, what if it's not in Sonoma County? If it's, right. as I often sometimes jokingly and somewhat seriously say, if it's in Copenhagen, yeah, <laughs> oh, it needs God. to be. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know, just, who knows where this whole business will oh, take us? Well, yeah, and also, it, I think it's going to look real, and maybe you already have it. Look good on jars and bags yeah. oh, yeah. and boxes mm-hmm. and. 
um, private label mm-hmm. and yeah. Yeah, yeah, all those things. Very fun. Yeah. Wait, let's talk about that. Are you interested in having a Miracle Plum brand of? Maybe they already do. We do. We do. And what uh, what is it? We do right now. We do granola jams, uh, jams, jellies, and teas, and, and we'd like to grow that line. And for the jams and jellies, where are you getting the fruit? We source from local farms. Right. And Small who, batch. And are you making it yourself, or are you having mm-hmm. a? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Everything's made. Um, Sally is the jam maker. Everything's made in very small black batches with the seasons, and um, we have a commissary kitchen that we can use for that. Uh, eventually, we'll be able to do it here. Right. Um, but yeah, so it's all very. Um, she has a lot of fun throwing in. You know, uh, we Addition. work with a spice company that has like beautiful spices. So she'll throw in some Okinawan brown sugar, and mm-hmm. the the jams are next level. <laughs> All right, going home with some of that. Yeah. Are you going to let us shop today? I'm serious. I don't know if their registers work on Monday. We might just have to write a credit card leave a leave a credit okay, card number. Right. Mondays we are closed, I know. and most of the time we're here working. It's the day that we can get stuff done, yeah. and so we have been known to open the door. And just, just come on in. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Well, it's cut, you know our. our guests coming yeah yeah you know you want to take care of them totally yeah and when you first opened was it was it hey let's search out some of our favorite things or did people hear that you were going to open this place up and then start calling you and saying hey can we make an appointment to show you something i think in the very beginning it was we were doing kind of the the searching and tasting Mm -hmm. and we you know we both had dreamed about doing something like this for a long time so I think we had a vision in our head about like we had a a pretty extensive list that we were able to quickly populate and fill out of things that we wanted to carry and then as we got our doors open people started approaching us Mm -hmm. and um, tasting with us and Mm -hmm. when did you open we opened in August of 2018 we originally set out to do a full market and a kitchen. Mm-hmm. And as two women having this learning curve, um, we released our investor deck about three weeks before the Tubbs fire hit. Uh. And at that point in time, we um, kept going. But sort then, of. It was, yeah, <laughs> in our shell shock state, we kept going. Um, and then eventually, we just decided to pivot and start small. Mm-hmm. So we were able to, you know, get, you know, a team together of investors to support us in opening, you know, a portion of the concept and it was been kind of the best move for us. We started small. We just started with retail. And on that first day, we thought we had so much retail on our shelves. Actually, the day before the first day, we thought we had so much retail. And then we're like, oh, my God, it's empty. Let's quick order. Yeah. So, um, yeah, there was a really great learning curve in the really beginning. So in hindsight, we're happy we didn't open Mm -hmm. with everything. So we feel like with each new phase, we've gotten to just be like, okay, let's do this next. We didn't even have our alcohol license when we opened. Right. Um, it's so interesting. Um, yesterday, I was listening to how they built this. Oh yeah, and they were talking to the founder of Crate and Barrel mm. and about his original story about mm-hmm. how they started years mm-hmm. and years yeah. ago. And again, like really small. Yep. And um, yeah, yeah. In our situation, that's this building really drove the project. Um, 
And so we already had this space and we were holding it. We have a amazing landlord. So <clears throat> he worked with us. He really wanted us to be here and um, helped us with a reduced rent until we got open, wow. um, which was yeah. awesome. It's very, very we, generous. We wouldn't have been able to do it otherwise, I'm sure. And, and still, we were paying rent on an empty building. So to have to figure out <clears throat> how long we could hold out before just getting open it was like Doing well something. what what can what can we do that is still miracle plum that people come in the doors and they understand our vision, mm-hmm. and then we can grow into that next phase and did you start doing as pop ups before you opened or we started not as our own pop up but we you know like within a week after the fire, there was a pop up here from St- Taylor Stitch where people could come and buy their seconds at a like beyond reduced rate just mm-hmm. for a few dollars mm-hmm. um so that was kind of our first pop up that we did, and then yeah. we did so we had dump- the space yeah right, so we right. started inviting people into it yeah we do <laughs> we did a series of dumpling pop ups mm-hmm. Um, yeah, with hot school dumplings, and um, we did like a waffle oh, and yeah. chicken, chicken and waffle, chicken and waffle pop up. We just got creative with the space and just kept opening our doors to you know, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, every time people would come, like the first time that hot school was here, there was like bare light bulbs hanging from you know wires, <laughs> <laughs> and then the second time those bare light bulbs were actually like screwed into the ceiling, and then the third time maybe there was like can't like it was just yeah. was like such an evolution. Every time people would come, be like, oh, there, there's paint on your walls yeah. now. And I think it was really fun to people for people to see to to see the space transform. Yeah, yeah, your progress. And so yeah. we they take feel it over. like they're part of it. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, they sure. are. I mean, yeah. we had, I don't know, seven oh, people in here with paint rollers and cans of caulk for all of the beadboard and our friend Jeremy <laughs> we gifted called, us the paint. Job. Yeah, oh, we called yeah. in lots of favors and. Well, you must be very well loved. People came and did this for you <laughs> and took with a you. And yes, we're eternally yes, grateful. It does. Mm-hmm. Everybody's support. Do you have any employees? We, we do. do. We didn't open with any employees. Right. It was just the two of us. That was back to that. Just start small, mm-hmm. see yeah. how it goes, test the concept. And we had limited hours. We mm-hmm. were open ten to five. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we, when we, we got our beer and wine license uh, last December, so we've almost had that for a year, and that's been very mm-hmm. exciting to grow into. Um, after we got through the winter, it was like, well, we've got all this amazing wine. If people can't come after work and pick up a bottle of wine, what are we doing? So we extended our hours to be open until 7. Mm-hmm. Sally and I were not able to do all of that on our own. <laughs> so it was time to, um, to bring in some help. And we actually just announced on Instagram that we were hiring. That's the only sort of outreach that we did. And so it was kind of cool. Our pool of applicants were people who already knew what we were up to, who were following us and were in the space. And um, we feel really, really blessed with our little team here. it changed it, didn't it? Oh my gosh! Yeah. The day you had your first employee, yeah. oh yeah, kind of changes everything. It does. Yeah, now it's a huge responsibility. Yeah. Oh yeah. gosh. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a huge yeah. responsibility, and 
something that I don't think either of us take lightly at all. Um, and we also now get to hang out with people who are as obsessed with stuff <laughs> what was like vinegar yeah. or our holiday party microplanes or yeah, whatever tangent. yeah that's right <laughs> yeah so when we get together it's great day oh well is there, typical is day starts typical? with yeah every day is different i know i think just when we're about like oh i think like such and such days are busy day like we keep looking for these trends and we're like mm-hmm. oh no uh-uh <laughs> that's a totally different day yeah. so we we know we're in retail that's what we signed up for and mm-hmm. yeah, it's one of those um subject matters to be flexible around mm-hmm. and adaptable around but um so typical day starts with whoever is opening if pickups need to be made driving to get what you need to get to stock mm-hmm. the shop um via most bread of our yeah or cheese or our like the farmers we're working with or um the bakery it's we're trying to be mindful of food waste and all of our orders are small and <laughs> we can't always expect people to deliver us you know 15 heads of lettuce <laughs> and so we will, we, drive. we will often drive <laughs> to the farm to do our pickups and um, yeah so we run around in the morning and then come and open the shop um, putter a little bit <laughs> restock yeah um, and then open our doors and Sally and I try to have Tuesdays like our first day of the week so we try to be here both be here that day and um, we'll sometimes taste wine that day um, knock out projects figure out ordering strategies um, and then we were just experimenting with this new schedule where Sally has a day in the kitchen so she doesn't have to be here on that day mm-hmm. does, or doesn't have to worry about being here that day mm-hmm. but it's, Probably usually here, here. Yeah. anyway yeah. <laughs> usually show up in the afternoon yeah. and knock yeah. out more projects and yeah yeah but it's Is my it day i don't FOMO? have to be here yeah, like, yeah. worried yeah. that you're missing yeah. something well, it's at really the store. fun here yeah. yeah yeah exactly yeah um and then we right now most are usually our employees come in in the afternoon and um we've got all kinds of projects i mean we okay. have we have this space um that's important and we need to grow into that and then we also have a shop online that we is not yet up to snuff we're like in the process of creating a new web shop so like we that have high sort expectations of, yeah really do it's you true. can shop online now <laughs> <You> but <laughs> we're in the process of really filling it out yeah but just making it more of its own yeah. thing um and so we're so we're in this growth stage, and then there's also the projects here, and um, and, and then the shipping. You do the shipping yourselves. Oh yeah, yeah. 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 We do everything yeah. ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Clean <laughs> yeah. the toilets. We do I, the I shipping. Just, I, love we, I love it. Sell yeah. the wine. Yeah, cause I can see that being a big market is for shipping to other parts of the country yeah. where people want to get mm-hmm. stuff from mm-hmm. here. Yeah, but you probably can't ship wine. Not or yet, not but yet. we're yeah, figuring, figuring that out. out. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we could ship wine in California. Mm-hmm. Um, and if people from out of state come to the shop and buy wine, we can ship wine to most other states. Okay. But we couldn't, if they were in their home right. state and right. bought, we don't have that exactly. those licenses. Every state has its own license. Every right. like oh, it's thing has yeah. its own license. <laughs> <What> licensing. <laughs> yeah, it's brutal. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, yeah, we, I mean, the wine program has been very fulfilling. Um, it's, we're focusing on low intervention and natural wines. And there, as far as we know, there's no wine shop in Sonoma County doing that. I don't know of any. Yeah. Um, where, and, did, where did you learn about wines? Like, how did you, I mean, are we restaurant people? Well, we're we born just and raised in Sonoma County. Yeah. yeah, I think we're, we're food people. <laughs> we've, we've worked, had jobs in and around food for a long time, mm-hmm. food adjacent. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I got really into wine uh, in my early 20s. I thought for a minute I wanted to go down the Somme route, but then I realized I just, I'm, it's, all about pleasure for me like I just really want to have a glass of wine and like nerd out with somebody about mm-hmm. what it tastes like right. <laughs> yeah, the two of you should sit and have a bottle no okay. I get exactly what she's talking <laughs> yeah. about people people totally. ask me all the time oh are you gonna try and be a master psalm and I said no I enjoy drinking wine too much yeah. I don't want to think about it or study that hard I just want to enjoy wine right so to me that seems like way too much of a job doing that I, I want to just be able to talk about it yeah just be able to talk about it and share it and also like let people enjoy what they want to drink and um I think so much about being in Sonoma County um and Napa County there's this there there's a it's hard to to feel like welcomed in that space I think unless you're a little bit on the fringes anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> and the folks in this area who are making wine who care about the farming practices and are making mm-hmm. wine with minimal intervention they are the most amazing community like people are so supportive of each other they buy each other's wine they share grapes they share facilities and share that's tools. where we want to hang out mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, that's what we want to be a part of. And so if we can um, share that with other people who come into the shop, that's very exciting for us. And mm-hmm. uh, just growing into that more, you know, we have plans for a wine club and mm-hmm. we'd love to pour wine here. Um, can you? Are you doing any of the educational stuff? Not right yet, yet, no. So I think you can. <laughs> no, no it's, it, is it okay? I thought. Trying to think, I thought that even with the license, if you're not selling wine, mm-hmm. and you have a winemaker come in for educational purposes for training, yeah, you could do that as long as you're not selling. We are pretty no. much on a first name basis over at the ABC. <laughs> we love Mary. Mary. Yeah. Lynn, yeah. Lynn, Lynn's Mary. My Mary. Mary is our favorite. Okay. Yeah, we love her. Okay, They're so really great about letting you yeah, know, like uh, trying awesome. to help you figure yeah. things out. And from, they don't want to get you in trouble. They no. want to help you. They yeah, do. they do. Yeah. They do. Yeah. We've really felt that from so many of these agencies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. We yeah. actually did apply for the um, the type of license where you can do education, mm-hmm. but you need to be like 70% alcohol sales or something, okay. and you have to have 5,000 square feet of retail space. So it works for a place like Bottle Barn okay. or like some of these huh. bigger spaces. Um, so we ended up 
you know, not we, we not getting that, but sex, yeah. right. but it's all happening. It's all yeah. happening. It's just yeah, taking taking its time. time. <laughs> yeah, which is okay. You know, yeah, right. Not in a rush. It's the journey. Yeah. Oh yeah, we signed up for a journey. So. Yeah. That's what we're getting. Sally um, gets to remind me that all the time when I'm like, but it's not happening right now. (laughs) (laughs) We are water. We'll find the crack within. Yeah. We'll figure it out. (laughs) So let's go talk to Mary again. (laughs) What percentage of your sales is alcohol based? Uh, It depends. It really depends. But I'd say like pretty consistently on average, it's 25%. 25 yeah, to some days. Really I mean, some days it's Saturday was a lot more. Yeah, yeah. It's not really a right. perishable product. Right. Something you can have that. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. yeah. The natural great. wine's a little perishable. Well, well not, yeah. Some of them. <laughs> some of them. Some of them are super perishable. Yeah. Some <laughs> yeah, yeah. For shipping purposes, that would get tricky shipping across mm-hmm. um, the United States. But that's interesting in that July, growing yeah. up yeah. here in like you're so close to Dry Creek, Russian River. You would think you guys would be like Pinot, Chard, Zin drinkers, but the fact that you sort of steered towards natural wine, and, and if I understand what you're saying, it had to do more with the people than with the wine, or was it that the the wines were delicious and the people were cool too? I mean... I think it's both. I mean, this is definitely the wine that I want to drink. Yeah. I um, spent years working at assisting a wine photographer who worked for the heavy hitters in Sonoma and Napa County and the amount of wine that we would dump down the sink because you know you open a bottle and then everyone's like I I really don't want to take that home (laughs) it's and I was like I guess I just don't like wine as much as I used to like wine but that's just not true I love wine I just I don't want to drink something that doesn't make me feel good, that is, I mean, also we live here, so people spraying stuff is, you know. Yeah, affecting yeah, livelihood. Yeah, yeah. Um, the universe as a whole. And I think just, be, you know, it's so funny being, a, we're so aware of the food that we eat and where the food comes from and the farming practices and, um, then you go to a place that has these like amazing menus and then you look at the wine list and you're like, but I don't understand. <laughs> you know, they don't talk to each other. And so I think um, it's a long conversation, but I'm glad that it's starting to happen here. And we're not dogmatic about it. We're not dogmatic about really anything. We're doing the best that we can do and with the resources we have and um, we have things that we want to cook and eat at home Um, and um, yeah so I think if we can just say like whatever you want to drink is fine but this is what we have and people come in all the time and they're like well I don't like natural wine like so what what don't you like about it because we have a lot of wines that we offer are I think great entry love like entry that level price of and then also in the experience of drinking the wine. I mean, they're not natty wines. Right. They're right. If you are drinkable. But, and, yeah. 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 <laughs> some of those too. But, I mean, yeah. yeah. They don't have to yeah. go all the way yeah. crazy. Yeah. Mm. 
Um, my father-in-law for Thanksgiving is purchasing wine through the shop for the table. And that's such a like lovely, you yeah. know, he's this older gentleman who, you know, has had a lot of wine in his life and tasted, but hasn't really experienced wines like ours. And he, right. when he's at his house in Sonoma, he swings by sometimes and he's like, okay, give me another bottle to try. And so I gave him a <laughs> bottle great. and he tried yeah. it and loved it and was like, I want three for the table. Can oh, you do that? That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, something that I, I used to say is that, um, you know, when you get, when you own your business, you get to make those decisions. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had a Rhone Alone wine list for 22 years, mm-hmm. not mostly from California. I mean, it's not, um, you know, it's what I like to drink mm-hmm. yeah. and it could be natural or not natural. If I like it, I'm going to like it. Mm-hmm. But when people say, well, why can't I get a Chardonnay? <laughs> And I'm like, well, because this is my place. <laughs> I get to make that decision. And I don't have sushi. I love sushi, but we're right. not serving sushi. Right. Yeah. Um, but again, it's all about education. Mm-hmm. Because the people that say they want a Chardonnay, but some people really know what they want and mm-hmm. know what Chardonnay tastes like or, or what their style is. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people don't. Mm -hmm. And they think they know what it is, but you could give them a handful of other wines and they wouldn't know what it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and trying to help people figure out what it is you like about wine. Right. Is helpful in getting them what they need. Don't Mm -hmm. you do that? Oh, for sure. And what I love, you're right. There is no other place that I found that has like a selection like yours. Mm -hmm. Normally you have to weed through some other stuff. But what I like is the, the price points in particular because you can sort of be experimental whereas yeah. I can't pick up a bottle of Paul Hobbs Chardonnay and go oh $75 let's see if I like this or not but when wines are $30 yeah. you mm-hmm. can pick them up yeah. and go through a lot of different things yeah um, and and typically low alcohol uh-huh. a little bit lower mm-hmm. alcohol so you maybe can pick you can up a couple bottles have right. an extra <laughs> glass or two is always kind of nice mm-hmm. yeah and I think that that's really important like we're not interested in telling people that what they like is wrong. Right. We, we are hoping to like share something yeah, with them suppose. and get them excited about mm-hmm. something new. And I think that with the shop in general, that was something that we, I mean, it was literally in our business plan. We mm-hmm. want to offer something familiar but in a new way. Mm-hmm. Like we're not trying to make anybody feel uncomfortable. They may have not seen this before, but they've been tra- traversos in Santa Rosa. They know what a specialty food shop is like. They know how to get excited about like that special thing. Um, we we have regulars who use us as their everyday grocery store, but most people don't. They come here for that special bottle of wine or the Rancho Gordo beans or, <laughs> or a gift. Or yeah, a gift. gift. Yeah. yeah. Ceramic cookbook. Yeah. Um, so I think that's that's really important. Like we we do it because we love food and we love wine, and we want everybody else to love food and to love wine. So let's share in that experience. Can you give a shout out to a couple of your latest enjoys in wine picks? Wine? Oh gosh, there's so many. I know. I'm putting you on the spot. Um, hey, what about the one we just got <laughs> delivered? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I haven't had it. I haven't tried that one in a while. So um, I'm I'm going to pick some of my favorites that are made by women in Santa Rosa awesome. um, because 
Oh, you're gonna take my favorites too. Yeah, yeah. Um, we just last night got a couple more cases of um, Penrose, Falangina, especially. Oh my gosh, it is so, so delicious. Falangina. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Their beautiful, beautiful it, their wine is so delicious. Not a lot so of those grapes. No? I don't know where they're from because <laughs> yeah. I know the, the Campania region in Italy, yeah. but other than that, I didn't yeah. know there was yeah. even yeah. any around she found here. A so Ria well, is. Um, she learned to make wine in Italy, and that's her love. And so she's she's looking for those beautiful, fun Italian grapes. Um, that wine is so good. We've had we have drank it all spring and summer, and <laughs> now I'm like, actually, this would be really good with a roast. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, or uh, turkey. Yeah, yeah. or well, turkey. And I'm bringing the. Her Grenache to Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. That's, oh, that's a special request nice. for my father in law. Yeah. And you have that here, too? Yeah, yeah we do. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We just got a case. Just writing down our shopping list. Yeah. 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 Uh, another one of our favorites is um, Emmy Wines, which oh, is Roslyn. Um, it's, I'm actually the wine label. That's our next art show. Yes. Yeah, yes. Oh, you're kidding me. No, no. Um, they so, do something, Roan, in. in I think they have a Rhone varietal and something. They we have her columbard. We, yeah, she does a Carignan. Yes. And a yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's on my wish list. Yeah. Yeah. We're, like, yeah. We're suckers so for an unsung grape. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We love the you know the yeah. ones you don't see every day. Yeah. And that's what's also so fun about our selection. I mean, these folks in California, in Sonoma and Napa County, who are making wine, who are maybe can't afford to source fruit from the from these counties are finding beautiful vineyards all over the state with you know family farms Mm -hmm. and they have a couple acres of some weird (laughs) some weird grape Mm -hmm. or they're willing to work with the winemakers to try new things it's really so we we get a lot of like that that um, Penrose Grenache people who are like, I want a Pinot. I'm like, well, yeah. <laughs> try this one and see what you think. I've had that conversation about a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, now let's talk about some of the stuff. So do you call them seminars, classes? Um, workshops. Workshops. Yeah. Okay. That you do here. Because yeah. you've had some really... Interesting. I think you had a fermentation one. Mm-hmm. We did with recently. Kelly McVickers. Kelly McVicker. Yeah. McVicker Pickles from totally. San Francisco. Right. Kelly came here and did a fermentation workshop in our courtyard. Oh. And I want to say she's one of those people that we reached out to oh, before yeah. we opened our business to ask about making her own products. Like, she was so sweet with her information of. You know the pickling is a little bit different than the the other preserves, but she she was wonderful. So she we've just great. sort of maintained a relationship with her. Yeah, she was definitely Since one of those first orders we mm-hmm. placed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that was really fun. We did that. Yeah, just out in the courtyard. We've done pasta making workshops, mm-hmm. a three part series. One was just a flour and water pasta. The next was an egg pasta, and then attendees could work their way up to a filled pasta. 
Um, that was their way up to a yeah. 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 Okay. So yeah. they had to kind of pass the, the you, test you could jump in and take any of the classes at any time we didn't want you to feel like because you missed the first two you couldn't just dive right. in and do the filled pasta but there are there was a percentage of the attendees that did all three classes That's so it was awesome. really fun to see them come yeah. like every yeah. couple of months to try a new skill out that um, class was with Ali and Alix um, mm-hmm. we've also done a dinner here with them um, we've loved working with them. Yeah. Their recent um, transplants from New York, and met them here at the shop. Yeah, they really so fell they, in love with this area. They came in mm-hmm. and, uh, to see what you guys were doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can't wait. I'll, hopefully, on the twenty second, I'll get to eat some pasta. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. You're in for a treat. Yeah. Oh my gosh, they're amazing. Yeah. Um, last night we had a pie making workshop. Oh. Uh, pie crust. Perfect. Pie Sorry, crust. yeah. Pie so crust it was making. like demystifying pie crust with um, Joni, who is the pastry chef just down at Jackson's. Mm-hmm. Um, she also teaches at the JC. Uh, this class was a um, also a fundraiser for Freedom for Immigrants, mm-hmm. um, and you came, you learned how to make pie crust. And then while the dough was resting, we ate pie, <laughs> oh, <laughs> which was amazing. <laughs> Joni's pie. Oh yeah, my God. and then Joni demoed rolling it out and do, like building a, a complete mm. pie. And then um, everybody took their dough home so they can make a pie. Make a pie. Really yeah. knock the socks off of their holiday guests. <laughs> is, there, is there a trick to doing pie crust? I, yes. Didn't someone tell me that it's like putting cold pieces of butter? Everything has to be cold. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Cold butter, cold ice water. Sometimes it's salt water. Uh Sometimes ice cubes. Oh, I haven't tried the ice cube method. I just really get my ice cold. My water cold with tons of ice cubes. Yeah. 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 And then did Lacey Sandoval from London Rye do something here as well? Lacey hasn't. No. No, okay. Mm-hmm. I think okay. they have a kitchen. She's great. We, yeah. We're yeah. a little bit um, limited in our space because we don't have a kitchen. Right. right. So um, we have to work with people who are creative and think outside the box. And we've done a couple of sit-down dinners here. And So they're doing, bring in, they can bring yeah. in... Case, like catering yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. So they'll bring stuff from their kitchens, um, from their commissary. The, their commissary, or um, we've worked with almost a restaurant. Um, they're just about to open. Um, they'll come with everything prepped and ready, and then we have one induction burner. And <laughs> <laughs> we did, had a barbecue outside once. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so people who are just like, as scrappy as we are. Right. And what's the restaurant that's about to open? <laughs> Valley Bottle and um, oh, Bar in cool. okay. Sonoma. Harvest Moon. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. 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 That should be great. I'm excited. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Oh, yeah. I'm excited. I mean, so I mean. hope it's good because I need somewhere to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like just having more places that people can get excited about in. Mm hmm. Oh, it's, it's a good thing. It's yeah. a great thing. I think, yeah. I mean, we feel that way about places that are opening in Santa Rosa. It feels exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really hard to open a business. And oh, it's so hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, well, one, I just walked by there on Saturday, Sunday, and I poked in the window, mm-hmm. and I could tell the lights were on. They were working, but... 
I'm like, how did they get their, they got their permit pretty quick. Yeah. And I hope they're opening soon. Yeah. I thought maybe it spring like, though. It sounds like yeah. the new year. In the new okay. year. In the new yeah, year. that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. And then, um, oh shoot, I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> well, I want to know timeline for kitchen. Like, what's the plan? Is this, is this strictly financial, financially Yeah, we have the, the planning department. We've been working with the planning department, and we've actually been working with the city um, so and the health department. So we know what we need to do. It's just when the fires hit, we pivoted and started small, and right. then we've been, like, racing and running a business mm-hmm. and, learn, you know, getting our, like, figuring out what else we can do. Mm-hmm. Um, so actually, our drawing is with our architect right now, and mm-hmm. one of the pleasures of being in the space, the original vision for the kitchen, we kind of tweak some things, part of the original plan, yeah. which, right. you is know, it, it's part it of the... Behind? Behind the register, that oh. whole area oh, will become... Oh, that's open. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fabulous. Yeah, that really becomes the kitchen, okay. the workshop kitchen. So prep tables will be back there, oven and stove would be there. So when you'd walk in on any given day, you can still be do your shopping, kitchen. but you'd yeah. be in an open kitchen with things being produced and brought out onto the floor. And that way we can continue to have the workshops, um, the pop-ups... We always envision closing around seven, and then we can invite guest chefs in to do a dinner. Um, it has been so amazing for us to partner with so many different people and invite people into the space, um, people who are really established, who are sort of like, we're so honored to have them here, mm-hmm. and people who are just starting their businesses who need some exposure. It's been amazing to build this community. Um, the people who come into the classes aren't necessarily our everyday customers. Sometimes they only come here for the workshops, and they'll take all of the workshops, anything uh-huh. we offer. And, uh, so sweet. It's really, yeah. um, it's really exciting, and um, we don't want to take that away from the space. Mm-hmm. So, sort of reimagining the kitchen. The kitchen was always going to be sort of open, but mm-hmm. to reimagine it to really be a workshop kitchen. Mm-hmm. And will people be able to sit down and eat what they order here, yeah. or is it gra- just strictly grab and go? We're going to focus mostly on grab and go, but this room that we're in right now would become the seating. Yeah, we'll Plus have the bench seating all around, mm-hmm. and then nice. tables, and then outside is a really nice place mm-hmm. to hang out. Huh. Yeah, and we do have um, a bar along those windows that we just have those beautiful bowls on right now, but mm-hmm. that will be seating. Um, we sort of see people coming in and taking things away, but it's going to be a nice place to have a glass of wine. And espresso. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 Coffee background. Yeah. I'm like, can I get the cafe in yet? Yeah. 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 I, I mean, I could see enjoying yeah. Yeah. a latte. Yeah. 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 Well, what kind of stuff do you want to offer? Let's say someone came in for lunch and you had the kitchen. What kind of, what do you envision as far as food? Oh, gosh. Healthy grab and go sandwiches, salads, oh. soups. Right. Things that are hearty, but, you know, sourced locally. And simple. I mean, just the things that you want to eat. You know, we're, um, we love, you know, eating with the seasons and hearty salads. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Salads, sandwiches, soups. Easy, delicious. Mm -hmm. And you think maybe it'll get so popular you might have to stay open a little bit later than seven, even? (laughs) (laughs) That would be great. We, you know, when we, 
envision the first iteration, the whole iteration, we did have a, we call it the sundowner menu. Mm -hmm. So after work, you'd be able to stop by and have, you know, a glass of wine while you're picking up your Mm -hmm. wine and your loaf of bread and your other ingredients for dinner. And so there'd be some additional offerings on that menu. Um, And yeah, eventually, you know, perhaps, but I think really the idea after seven is let's have wonderful pop-up dinners. Let's let other people come in. There's no incubator space in Sonoma County. Right. There really isn't that I know of. And being a place where people could come in and try their skills, I mean, we're, I think that that's important to us because we're self-taught on so many levels, Mm -hmm. you know, self-taught in the kitchen. We've had restaurant adjacent jobs and worked in the restaurant industry or the coffee industry. But a lot of what we know in the kitchen is because of trial and error um, on our own home kitchens. And Mm -hmm. we've both been cooking since we were little kids. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's definitely a rooted passion, but allowing that space to be opened up for others who are trying out a business concept or trying to get exposure would just be like a wonderful Mm -hmm. addition i think yeah it seems hard to find a space unless you have some sort of name recognition or you know it it does take so much money and time Mm -hmm. to uh, get your business off the ground that i mean that was something <laughs> one time crying in the <laughs> in the so many times planning crying. department or yeah. at city hall or something <laughs> sally and i were both underemployed when we started this and um i cannot imagine how we would have made it work if we had full-time jobs like the what it takes is so much um that yeah to be able to have a space where we can sort of uh allow for some of that startup energy mm-hmm. is important to us. Mm-hmm. I also hope that sometime in the next couple of years I'll be able to like sleep a full eight hours. So <laughs> <laughs> we're not counting on it, but that's, you know, that's the game. Uh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, I so on a on another note, like, well, how do you decide? Like, is there a plan on how much? fresh food versus wine versus gifts versus ceramic versus that you buy like are you working off of a budget or some kind of a plan it's a loose budget and loose plan that seems to shift and change with the seasons based on like how so if you, you know like summer it. there's more fresh perishable items mm-hmm. offered than winter so we can buy in different quantities and mm-hmm. yeah wines we've learned the hard way you know we Initially, because we were, you know, we we opened our business with a narrow, a shoestring budget Mm -hmm. and a narrow runway. Mm -hmm. And so we'd buy wines like a case at a time. And then we'd be like, hey, that was really good. And it sold really fast. Can we get another couple cases? (laughs) The distributors are like, "Uh, no. No, sold out. out. So now we know to just sort of trust our instincts. And Mm -hmm. if we really, really love something and we know it's going to go quick, maybe we'll take a risk and get a few cases of it. Mm -hmm. But I think that's also part of kind of our business plan and, Mm -hmm. and how we want to operate the business. We want it to be ever-changing and right. evolving, so the wine selection is yeah, ever-changing and evolving, you know? Yeah. I, I, oh, I was going to say, I think we're pretty cautious with our inventory. Right. Um, 
One, because we have to. We don't have a... Unlimited. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, we don't. Sort of trust, our, trust fund babies. Yeah, no, 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 no. But it's also, it seems to be, that's just sort of like our business style. Is yeah. to be mm-hmm. like, try to be care- as careful as you can and methodical. Mm-hmm. And you'll make mistakes. Yeah. I mean, that's what we all signed up for, of course, to make yeah. mistakes. But you also can learn from those. So just yeah. trying to like be as conscientious and careful as yeah. possible. I would love for when you were to walk in to, for us to have like a huge display of of fresh produce. I'm also really mindful of food waste and until you know that this is the place for that, we're going to have a small pile of produce when right. you walk in. <laughs> but when we have the kitchen, that kind of that department well, you can, can grow use, because we'll yes, be pulling right. from, the, from the table right. into the kitchen right. and then people can taste what we're sending out from the kitchen and then, you know, mm-hmm. basically go home and try to recreate it if you're right. so inspired or do something different but with those Mm -hmm. same beautiful lettuces that we've been using so we see it as sort of this more of a closed loop Mm -hmm. in the kitchen in here we'll definitely yeah and then do you have a like a computer register like when you ring things in is it so you're keeping track Uh and we have square you do oh yeah oh square's awesome yeah and you do inventory every mm-hmm. month and we're kind of sort of yeah we've done inventory yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well you have good investors they're probably not asking too many questions <laughs> right now it's mom and dad so okay. Well, that's okay. my brother asked the most questions yeah okay Gary. good <laughs> yeah it's I mean that well you know running a business there's so yeah. many areas you yeah. know there's oh the passion gosh, yeah. part of it and then you know there's all the restrictions and regulations and all that yeah. you have to yeah. understand and then the business part of it mm-hmm. um, is most folks least favorite thing yeah I think I really like all three areas oh, I mean well, even good. when the challenges come up then that mantra mm-hmm. comes into play like I am water like where's the crack there's got to be a way through this oh, that's there's great got to be a way to figure this out and yeah I mean I might shed a tear or two, but <laughs> but I'm a crier in general. So, <laughs> but yeah, I think um, I think um, it's good to have a business partner like this because I feel <laughs> like I will hear no and be completely defeated. And well, I guess it depends. We're really good at balancing yeah, we each balance other. You. When I'm defeated, she's ten, she tends I'm like, to it's not fine. be. It's going to be fine. Yeah. yeah. And when she's defeated, I'm like, oh, come on. We totally got this. Yeah. <laughs> so what do you, do you argue about anything? Uh, I think, I don't know if we argue. We are but good communicators. I feel like we're we very have good communicators. a good ability to talk mm-hmm. through things when they come up. Because yeah. things come, of course things come up. Yeah. We're not like door slammers and right. oh, yeah. can't leave like no. flipping each other off. No. Yeah. <laughs> but we, you know, we have a tendency to be able to communicate through it. Yeah. So I, thus far it's been great. Yeah, it's been really great. I think we have um, very different styles and we have a lot of overlap. So we have... Um, it, it works really well. And I think we both have a lot of love for each other in that we're figuring it out together. Like, yeah. we're going to make mistakes. Yeah. We're going to have bad days, all of those things. Um, and learning how someone communicates and, like, mm-hmm. what it looks like when, um, you know, when I've had a... a 
a no or mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. um, being like oh yeah that's what stressed out Grant yeah. looks like <laughs> she's yeah. like oh that's what pissed off Sally looks yeah. like <laughs> you get to know that when you work so closely with somebody yeah for sure yeah mm-hmm. yeah I think um, so and and we also when we started I mean working with how we're organizing our business as an entity mm-hmm. um we really went out of our way with our lawyer to make sure that we were going to take care of each other in the mm-hmm. long term. Yeah. You know, no so no matter what happens. Yeah, writing our prenups. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, good for you. While we do. love each yeah. other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think, I think um, we really want this Miracle Plum to succeed and be a thing that's greater than either one of us as yeah. an individual. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not about us. We're just pushing the oatmeal up the hill. Right. <laughs> I can see a Miracle Plum too in Healdsburg at, at the, the shed. At the shed. <laughs> Just like an hour ago, I was like, oh, I wonder if they looked at the shed. But that would be going from a little oh, the children's would, pool do you know the to like we're the talking adult about? pool. Oh my God, yeah, of course. Right. I know the space you're talking about. Yeah. I loved going there for lunch and then it just sort of disappeared. It was my mom's favorite spot. She would yeah. love to go to lunch there and then, and then you know, we were searching for another spot but we're we were curious about what's going to go in there we we're kind of wondering if dusky was going to take a peek at it yeah oh yeah. yeah i think that we um all loved going in there for lunch it was yeah. pretty special yeah it was yeah. definitely was great. a special space the shop was so well curated mm-hmm. oh yeah when i was looking for a 500 dollars <laughs> shovel i knew exactly <laughs> where to go hard dry hard yeah, yeah. A little crazy. Yeah. That's what I can see where you're. So you have a very small shop, but I can see how that shopping, you too, yeah. could get into that. I could see how that could be an addiction that could get yeah. out of control. Mm-hmm. So we're, so a year from now, we're sitting here, and what's different in a year? Oh well, my gosh. We're probably sitting in our bench, bench. seatings. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, we may actually have to go into our office or something because it'll be so full of people. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's great. Yeah. And? Um, yeah, I, I would love to see the kitchen um, happen in the, in this next year. Next year. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, it feels like we're there. Mm-hmm. Um, it feels really important to, uh, to be growing still and it feels like it will give us a a greater opportunity to share Mm -hmm. with people Mm -hmm. yeah and you get the sense that in this around these you know whatever three four blocks around you Mm -hmm. that you've got a lot of people working in the in the offices yeah oh yeah that will yeah that'll be able to sustain it's a business district it's a tourism district (coughs) and then there's residential that surrounds that business Mm -hmm. and tourism district all the way around right so and we are in this funny location. I think somebody comes in every single day that's like, I've driven by a hundred times and yeah. and there is no parking directly in front of the shop, but there is tons of parking <laughs> underneath Huge. the freeway <laughs> yeah. right behind us. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's a parking district, so there's street parking and everything, but we, we are downtown. We are easy to walk to. Um, right. And we hope that we can just continue to um, to be that sort of downtown destination for people. Mm-hmm. So, how do folks find you? 
So um, your website is? Miracleplum.com. And Instagram? Miracle.plum. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Don't ask me why I had to throw a dot in there. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and I would say Instagram's been huge. The most active? For us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One of the, what I like to think of it that one of the benefits of, you know, post tubs fire if you can look for like the gifts out of that Mm -hmm. you know natural disaster for us as a business we had extra time we were still trying to figure out how to move forward with the huge plan and realizing that the city was completely impacted the building department the planning department and the health department completely impacted and everything was going to take twice as long right if not longer wow like they were just you know as you can imagine we literally were ready to start talking with them and yeah, they're dealing with this major, major, major housing and business crisis. So one of the benefits was we got to spend a lot of time, which we would have done. It was important the two of us to build a brand, but we got to really like we had extra time. We could really, really, really think it through. Mm-hmm. And one of the benefits I think um, from all of that work we did was this framework that we have for Instagram that Gwen's yeah. the chief um, social media expert. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, really like defining, finding our voice and knowing like what Miracle Plum looks like and sounds like and smells like and tastes like. And, um, and it's been such an amazing way to connect with people. I, I think, um, our greater Bay area reach is probably 90% social media and mm-hmm. people come in all the time. It's like, oh, I'm following you on Instagram. and It's a beautiful feed. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> no, really. No, and everything they have in the store is like, is really photogenic. Mm-hmm. I mean, and you, and you want everything when you see a picture of it. Like, ooh, I really mm-hmm. want that for my house. <laughs> wow. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. Yeah, I follow you. Um, I just, you know, it's funny because when I had less, um, when I followed less people, I could see a lot of stuff, mm. oh, yeah. you know, and now it's like it's, I have to really search yeah. for stuff that I want to yeah. look at. I know, don't you? Th- I wish my Instagram would have like a, could, it probably does. Yeah, I'm so stupid. Like a, <gasps> like, so a like a special where <laughs> I could have like my 10 favorite feeds to where when I went on, I could just look at what they posted for the day and then... Mm-hmm not yeah. look at all the other sponsored yeah. garbage. <laughs> Me too. I see on there. Yeah, it's hard to keep I mean as as great as it's been for us, we I don't keep up on all of the algorithm changes and all of the other there's like awesome. only so much we can do. We can <laughs> yeah. we can um share a beautiful thing with people that's that's it. Right. <laughs> so speaking of which, will you talk about some of the the um, workshops that you have coming up? This sh- Ooh, this yeah. show will be out in mid December. Is mm-hmm. that correct? Correct. So anything you've got going so on after that? We're cruising into December, but by the time that well, we have something tonight. So I'm going to yeah. go ahead and talk about that because it's pretty <laughs> exciting. Um, there's a woman named. We have a cookbook club. I don't know if you know that. Mm-hmm. So no. we have a cookbook club through the shop. 
And the deal is, is that um, Gwen gets to listen to me be like, should we do this one or this one? Or there's this recipe in this one. And I really like ping pong around about it. And then she agonizes. I agonize. Agonize. (laughs) And then I pick a book with her blessing. Um, And then we let our club members know what the next pick is. I usually. So the idea started with originally we were going to do a cookbook club just before we were going to do this business um, as lovers of cookbooks, the actual like printed paper books, mm-hmm. um, the photography, the insane amount of recipe writing, the recipe testing, the editing, and you know, design of a book really appeals to me. I'm really curious and interested in that topic. Um, and so we started a club through the shop. Yeah, I love it, yeah. Gwen gets really excited about wine. I get really excited about cookbooks. We're going to have to have another meeting when Sally is ready to do her own. Yeah, yeah. You've been through it. Yeah, absolutely. It would be my pleasure. Thank you. So um, we are on our fourth book, and the book that we chose for this round is Sarah Owen's new release. It's Heirloom. Um, so you'll still be able to buy it through December here at the shop or, you know, honestly, we don't care if you get it at the library, borrow it from a friend, just, you know, if you want to engage with people, have a conversation about a cookbook and meet for a meal where you have to bring something from So everyone brings uh-huh. a, pot, a potluck. A potluck. Yeah. Has to be from the book. Yeah. That's great. It can't be, you know, if we do salt, fat, acid, heat, it can't be the focaccia. Although there was. <laughs> Although there was. That was so fun. <laughs> That's what we said. Every time we sell the book, we sort of have like a little thing to say, like, oh, try this recipe or give this page a thought or, you know, don't just watch the Netflix show. <laughs> yeah. Right. Cook from the book. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, did you do Samira's book? We, we did. did. Yeah. 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 Um, and so tonight we have this workshop that actually got rescheduled. Um, it was scheduled during the Kincaid fire. Mm-hmm. And so we postponed it and rescheduled it. Sarah's been on a book tour, kind of a nationwide book tour. Mm-hmm. And she's settling here That's in Sonoma great. County. Um, and so she's coming tonight to do a sourdough demonstration and a book signing, kind of an author talk. It's a book event, mm-hmm. really. Do you know what people are going to bring in advance? No. So that so that that potluck will happen for this book um, January fifth. Okay. Yeah. So tonight's just her book events and the sourdough workshop. Got people it. have been buying the book and working through the book and coming and talking to us about things that they love about the book or not love about a book. That happens every <laughs> mm-hmm. season. Yeah. Um, but we'll be meeting here January fifth for the potluck very, dinner, very and that's cool. it. We we kind of don't want to know. There's what right, you're making. you want to be surprised. Yeah. yeah. So and it doesn't matter if it's all appetizers I could care or all less. vegetables. Oh, we're adults. adults. Like if it's all yeah. cookies, we'll eat adult we'll eat cookies yeah. for dinner. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. We uh when we first started, there was the first dinner we ever had, there was 11 people, and there wasn't a single crossover. Now that it's grown to be How 25 many? or 30 for dinner, wow. um, there's awesome. usually yeah. a couple of overlaps, but it's really fun because somebody is like, well, I actually didn't use this ingredient, or I added this, or I tried right. this instead, yeah. so to taste them next to each other is really fun. Um, no, I could almost see... <laughs> 
do the one where you, you have everyone make the same thing, but it would sort of be their interpretation. Uh, it's in uh-huh. their dish. Uh-huh. It's like little tweaks that they would make to it. Would, it would actually be yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. It's really fun. It's really yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. And we have such a cross spectrum of people that come and join for that potluck. It's really this amazing cast of characters. Everybody from, you know, people that work in the service industry or are, you know, electricians or. You know, <laughs> yeah, it's really fun. It's a professor from Stanford. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's everybody in between. It's, you know, it's really and it changes every time there's always kind of some regulars but then new people come or people can't make the date and you know it's always this different group of people but I think the most important thing is it's people that are willing to step in through the door and Mm -hmm. into a crowd of people they don't really know right and sit down across the table and talk to somebody which is really an important kind of aspect for us yeah you know just give it a try we are nervous as heck every time before it starts we're like we don't know who's coming we're having company we don't know and it all seems to kind of work itself out and become this nice time for people to come together so we do them on sunday evenings at 6 30 about every three to four months um so yeah that's one long so that's what's happening tonight is her is Sarah Owens workshop. Her cookbook club dinner will be in January. And then what we're getting ready to do, which will be completely, you know, uploaded onto our website by the time this show airs, we're working with everybody that we've worked with this past year to see what classes they'd like to offer in the coming year. Nice. And we'll be posting things online. And we're thinking for this holiday season, perhaps people will want to give an experiential gift, mm-hmm. give somebody you love a new skill, or yeah. do buy yourself a space and do it with somebody, mm-hmm. um, and kind of come and walk away, walk away with some new knowledge. And a self-taught cooks yeah that's really important to us so we're uploading you know new pasta workshops and we're working with sarah to build out a calendar around her what she can Mm. offer more pickling workshops Mm -hmm. uh tea making and scone is Mm. looking like we'll be offering that so check our website and we'll have a complete list of classes and then beautiful packaging if you're giving it as a gift you can present it with and um in december i'm so excited about it um every sunday in december Marla Bakery will be in Miracle Plum doing a bagel pop-up. So Marla Bakery is an amazing restaurant bakery in San Francisco. Did you just see Sandra's like eyes light up? Mm-hmm. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> they, we love them too. They we were, love well, them. We I love just them. read. They're closing. Yes, yes. It just makes me so sad. Oh, but guess but, what? They're moving to Santa Rosa. Don't they're be sad. To Santa Rosa. Yes. 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 I mean, be sad that they're closing their San Francisco. They're moving to well, Santa Rosa. I'm thrilled. I yeah. Know. yeah. So are we. So are we. We are oh too. My goodness. We are so thrilled. And you um, hear, you heard it here. Second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we um, we love them. Um, actually, they were the first people we ever told about our business plan here, and they sat down with us for like three, three hours. hours. They told us anything that we had a question. They were so generous with their time and information, and uh, it was was awesome. So we love them. Um, We love their food. Their bagels are amazing. They make Mm -hmm. their own cheese and pickles and all the fixins Mm -hmm. every Sunday from 10 to 1. Um, And then... In December. In December. Um, And then... We hope if if all goes well, they open something in Santa Rosa and as early as February, March. Wow. Um, and and we hope to partner with them as much as we possibly can. That's they great. are so yeah. good at what they do. Seriously, line out the door. Yeah. 
We're thrilled. I think I think I Josh, my nephew, who mm-hmm. lives in the city, lives really pretty close to that, oh, brought yeah. me there. And um I think breakfast for the two of us might have been sixty bucks maybe. <laughs> Not because they're expensive, but because I you ordered everything. Everything. Oh, you want yeah. yeah. Oh my god. I just had perfect. to taste oh. it all. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's really talented. Good. Yeah, very, yeah. very cool. That's exciting. Yeah. So when we're, they, we're definitely sad for them and that hard decision mm-hmm. that you know yeah, that one has to make a, when you right. close down doors. But we're looking forward to their new opportunities yeah. and the yeah. fact that they're coming to Santa Rosa. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah. I went there for dinner um, right after they opened, and uh, their dinner menu had a um, a breadboard on the menu rather than a cheese board. Mm-hmm. It was like wedges of five different types of bread <laughs> with butter and salt and I was like oh I think I, I found you. my place <laughs> they are speaking my language yeah it's very special so we're we're really excited to have them here and to um you know get to introduce them to some Santa Rosans who maybe aren't familiar with them and then um really stoke out the people who know exactly who they are yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they'll have people coming up from the city I'm sure they will yeah, yeah. that's yeah. awesome yeah. yeah yeah um and I think that's sort of it for December we're gonna just I mean we may might be throw something yeah. together from um in the meantime so following the events on our website um is probably the best way to to know what's going on. We're talking with Sana of Diaspora Turmeric. The what? Diaspora oh, Turmeric. Oh, lovely. Sana's in India right now, so we're mm-hmm. doing this funny, like, mm-hmm. nine-hour communication difference, nine-plus-hour communication difference, but we're talking about doing a workshop in December or That's the New very Year cool. uh, Turmeric Dying Workshop here. Um, so that would be listed yeah one of my deliveries of east fork pottery they sent me a drawing oh yeah oh nice did you get the color yeah yeah, it was just such a beautiful (laughs) actually i didn't think about that but i had ordered the the fennel pollen Uh Mm uh-huh oh my god she's really smart about so smart yeah yeah and she's been one of those brands from the get-go that we've been working with and talking with so it feels really wonderful to have her you know coming here for a workshop yeah yeah she's amazing she's like in her early 20s or something and she's such a power she's like i'm just gonna reinvent the spice trade so yeah that's great (laughs) it needs it it hasn't been done in a while she's okay so you would recommend her for the podcast oh Oh my gosh gosh, yes yeah wonderful yeah Yeah. did i just yell that into the mic we really like enthusiasm (laughs) (laughs) that's fine this is what's so great though Mm. about the two of you and about this store is that you are collaborators Mm -hmm. with, with with people in sonoma county and I mean, we, you can just talk to them for hours about oh, I know. beans like or cheese. Yeah. Or, I know. <laughs> and, it's, and it's stuff that we're all interested in and that crosses over like all these different, um, you know, yeah. different segments of people and ages. And I mean, and everything. I think you're a gift to your guests. Oh, oh, thank, you. Thank, you. thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. How special. I think our first business meeting. Um, that night. Yeah. It was. <laughs> After the text. It was. I mean, there's nothing that we're going to do that's sort of reinventing the wheel. Um, and it could be very easy to get stuck in this like competition mindset. And we decided, let's just take that word off the table. Everybody is a potential collaborator. 
So moving forward in that way has served us so well. And it's like, it, uh, yeah, we ha- we want to work with everyone. We want to talk with everyone. We want to yeah. share a glass of wine with everybody. Yeah. And, and you're providing a valuable service that everybody wants. The problem is not everybody wants to provide that service. Not everyone wants to do what you're doing. Um, that's so, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's, no, it's great that you're actually no, doing no it. judgment. Yeah. 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 I mean, if I was retired and loaded, I mean, I would probably have a little store. I would want to have a little business because it would be all people that I liked to be around. Yeah. 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 yeah I mean, when, when there's someone who's not picking up what we're putting down, it's clear. Yeah. And that's okay. Like, that's fine. Right. There's a place for everybody. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Well, I am so super excited to see where this goes and check out your classes. And um, wow. Really, really excited for you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank you. I'm glad we got to reschedule. Oh, my gosh. This has been so fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And everyone, um, please. Come visit here. What's the address here on? Um, uh, it's not Fourth Street. No, it's, it's not. It's we're right. we're right between Fourth Street and Third Street. We're at two o eight Davis Street. Two o eight Davis. We okay. are the funny white building with a bright yellowy golden door wedged between Charles Schwab and Mechanics, Mechanics Bank. Bank. <laughs> <laughs> they just changed their names. So I had to yeah. prompter. I could tell. <laughs> Yeah, or you can go visit the website. Go to Miracle Plum. Check out everything that they are putting down, <laughs> as Gwen would say. <laughs> That's great. And I love your sign that it's not an open sign. It says very open. Yes. Beautiful. And it's true. <laughs> Gwen and Sally, thank you so much for inviting us in. Oh, thank, thank you. We do appreciate it. Continued success to you. We thank hope you. to, you know, of course, we love to come back when the kitchen's going and yeah, see see what Gwen's putting down then. <laughs> Glasses of wine. Glasses, oh, yeah, that too. Um, so Sandra and I need to do a little bit of shopping before we... Was, can we buy some stuff? Sure, Will you guys let us? Do you have, yeah, okay, the register sure, will be working. I got a <laughs> okay, cool. All right, and we are on our way to, not to lunch, but we are going to a restaurant. Yeah. Yeah. Or maybe we'll get maybe. some food. I don't know. Well, we have a half hour. Okay. We'll tell Liza we say what's up. She yeah. was, she's also one of those yeah. that has sort yeah. of taken us under her wing. And oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Of, course, of course they know her. Of yeah. course. Yeah. <laughs> she's great. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks. You can listen to some of our uh, past episodes going to radiomisfits.com, or you can just go to thebitegoeson.com. We actually just got on... Is it Spotify or Pandora? We just did you see did that? Did we just get on Pandora? Yeah, no, we're on Spotify. Oh, he didn't already. email you. Oh no, the he Podfather. <laughs> yeah, so I guess wow, he emailed that's us. That's exciting. Well, my reaction was, oh, I thought we were already on Pandora. Okay, well, I'm excited. I'm excited too. Whatever yeah. we're on, yeah. uh, visit us on uh, whatever platform. What's our favorite? Stitcher. I am liking. No, I'm liking Himalaya. Himalaya. Thank you. Yeah. Um, and we appreciate you listening. We'll look forward to talking to you next week. Mm-hmm.